Welcome to Feed My Ship by Devotional Light Church. We are so excited that you took the time to join us today to feed on God's word and to enrich your spirit. We know that your life will never be the same again. Join us now for a life-changing experience with Apostle Emmanuel Ejeh. that we've gathered here only in his name. Amen. Amen. And we give God all the glory. Today I want to share something very, very precious. Something very, very important. Amen. I've never taught this before. Amen. Amen. But the Lord led me a couple of, of weeks ago to teach it. Amen. Amen. So let's pay attention to this. Amen. Because this is very important. This is priceless. Amen. If you read the foundation of Christianity, amen, we start with God's move with Israel, amen, all the way from Abraham. You see one thing, when God was giving them all the commandment, all his word, amen, amen. one thing he normally says is, you must be careful to obey all. Amen. Amen. This is one statement or one phrase that God always say. Be careful to obey all my commandments. Amen. And he also used the statement, if you diligently obey my words. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So to really fruit in the Lord. Amen. To really walk with the Lord in the sense that all that he has said and all that he has promised to come to pass, you must be very careful to understand and obey his word. Amen. Amen. You must be diligent to understand and obey his word. Amen. Amen. Because it is very, very easy that even in your obedience to God's words or God's word will not be truly what obedient. Amen. Amen. It is very, very easy that though you would think you are obeying his word, you might not be what? Obeying his word. Praise the Lord Jesus. And one of the things today we are going to look at is offering. Amen. Offering. Amen. Amen. We are going to look at offering. Amen. Offering. Amen. Offering is simply means a gift, amen, amen, or a tribute. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, it's also a sacrifice, amen. Amen. So, you give to people. We can give to the poor, amen. Amen. But that is not offering, amen. Offering is peculiar to the Lord. Mm. When I give to my wife or my child, it's not offering, you understand. So, offering is we giving to the Lord. It is the giving to the Lord that makes it worth offering. In the Bible, when you give to the poor, it is not considered offering. It is considered as alms giving. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. So there are different kinds of what? Giving. And when you bring a tithe, tithe is not an offering. It is what? A tithe, you understand? When I say we need money to buy an equipment and you give, Though we consider it often, but technically sp uh, speaking, it's a donation for 
as particular thing. Amen. But what make offering and offering is that giving. You are giving it to God. You are giving it to what? God. God. That is what makes it what? An offering. That is what separated from all kinds and forms of what? Giving. So I want us to look at this. Amen. Because this is very important. The reason being there's a blessing that comes from our offerings. Amen. Amen. But in order for that blessings to come, though we are giving as usual, in the word of God or everything of God, there's a lot of bats. You must make sure you are aware of the bats so that your giving, your offering to the Lord is not what? In vain. Amen. So I'm not talking about giving in general here. I'm talking specifically about offerings. Amen. Offerings. Let's open our Bible to Numbers chapter 28, verse 1. Numbers chapter 28, verse 1. The first thing you see there is offering is for God. Amen. Amen. Offering is for God. Amen. Read it for me. Hallelujah. Amen. Numbers 28, verse 1. Mm -hmm. Now, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying... Uh -huh. 28 verse 1. Yeah. Numbers 28 verse 1. Yeah. Uh, it reads, Now, the Lord said to Moses, mm -hmm. saying, Command the children of Israel and say to them, mm -hmm. My offering, my food for my offerings made by fire as a sweet aroma to me. Amen. So today, you see that today we are what? Israel. So he said, command them about my offerings. My offerings. So offerings or offering is for God. He consider it his own. So look how he put it. He said, my what? Offering. That is why Malachi chapter 3 said, you, still, you are stealing me. You are robbing me in what? Offerings. Because it is for him. He considered the offering we give him as his what? Offering, his money, his tribute. Amen. His sacrifice. Amen. When you read the same Numbers chapter 28 verses, you see that it says that offering was ordained on Mount Sinai. Mm. Please read it for me. Hallelujah. So offering is something that God ordained it. It is not man-made. Mm. Man didn't legislate offering. Offering is for God, and it was ordained by God on Mount Sinai. Read it for me, please. Hallelujah. 28, Numbers 28, verse 6. Six, yeah. It is, it is a regular burnt offering, mm -hmm. which was ordained mm -hmm. at Mount Sinai for a sweet aroma, an offering made by fire to the Amen. Lord. Amen. So the offering was ordained on what? Mount Sinai, the gifting to God, giving. Amen. Whenever Amen. you see burnt offering, burnt offering is when they bring the meat. They burn or no one takes some. So solely for the Lord. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So it was ordained on Manzion by law. One of the things that happened on Manzion, that is when God had a covenant with the nation of Israel. He had covenant with Abraham. He had covenant by the nation of Israel, which is to, uh, today us. That is when he had what? A covenant. So it was ordained. And the same Numbers 26 says, an offering is a sweet server and a sacrifice to God. To the Lord. Amen. So whenever you bring an offering, you must know that 
It is a sacrifice to God. God considers it as a sacrifice. And not only as a sacrifice, it is a sweet sour, mean a pleasant smell to God. So offering is not a joke thing. Offering is not something we must play with. This is what offering means to God. He considers it as a sacrifice. And it's also considered as a sweet smelling what? To him. A pleasant what? Smell, aroma to him. Praise the Lord Jesus. So if that is the case, then you must, we must make sure our offerings is what it is. Praise the Lord Jesus. Another thing I want you to note is, welcome. Today we are talking about offerings. You haven't missed that much anyway. All that we have said so far is, offering is, is for God, and he ordained it on Mount Zion. And it's a pleasing aroma to him. And he considered the offering, though you are bringing him the money, he considered it as his what? Own. And it's also a sacrifice. Your sacrifice to him. Whenever you bring your offering, the Bible says it's a sacrifice to God. Amen. And praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. When you read Exodus chapter 34 verse 20, it says no one should come to the Lord empty-handed. Amen. Whenever we come to church, we come before the Lord. And the word required that we don't come before God, what? Empty and we must always come with an offering. Read it for me, please. Numbers 34. Mm -hmm. 34 verse 20. Hallelujah. Amen. It reads, Numbers, Numbers 34 verse 20. Yes. But the firstborn of a donkey, mm -hmm. you shall redeem with a lamb. Sorry, Exodus 34, verse 20. Sorry. Exodus 34, verse 20. So, Exodus yeah. 34, verse 20. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Says, read okay, read it. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. But the firstborn of a donkey, mm -hmm. you shall redeem with a lamb. And if you will not redeem him, then you shall break his neck. And all the firstborn of your sons you shall redeem. And none shall appear before me empty-handed. Amen. Hallelujah. So when you study Exodus chapter 34, he was talking about different kinds and types of offering. Amen. Amen. But where we are interested, he said, none shall appear before me, what? Empty-handed. Empty -handed. Amen. So you don't come to the Lord without an offering. Amen. Amen. You don't come to the Lord without an offering. Praise the Lord, Jesus. And Psalm 96 verse 8 is clear about it. Amen. Psalm 96 verse 8 says, we, sh he said, we should bring an offering. Amen. Into the church. Read it for me. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 96 verse 8. Yeah, to the 9. Mm -hmm. It reads, give to the Lord the mm -hmm. glory mm -hmm. due to his name. Uh -huh. Bring an offering and come into his court. Oh, Bring the an offering and come into his court. His, his court, one, his house. Bring an offering uh -huh, and come into his into court, his, his court. house. Mm. Uh -huh. Oh, worship the Lord uh -huh. in the beauty of holiness. In the beauty of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Amen. So he's saying, bring an offering into what? The house of the Lord. So you don't go before the Lord empty-handed without what? An offering. 
Because offering is for God. Offering, God considers offerings as what? Sacrifice. And it is what? Anytime you bring it to him, it's a pleasant what? Aroma. Aroma smell to him. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Malachi chapter 3 verse 8. Because of how God considers offering as his own. You see that Malachi chapter 3 verse 8. Over there God said, we are stealing him in what? Offerings. Read it for me. Hallelujah. We are stealing him in what? Offerings. Read Ma it for Malachi me. Malachi 3 mm -hmm. verse 8. Yeah. Will a man rob God? Mm -hmm. Yet you have robbed me. Uh -huh. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? Mm -hmm. In tithes and offerings. Amen. So God was saying, say, hey, people, will man, a man rob God? This was God who was speaking. He said, but you have robbed me. And he said, but you ask, how have we robbed you? And say, you have robbed me in what? Tithes and what? Offerings. Today we are interested in offering. So there's a way that when we go about our offering, God consider it that we are stealing from him. You see, the difference between robbing and stealing is stealing, the person is not aware that you go and take it. But robbing, the person is that you take it with what? Violence. Amen. Amen. So the kind of offering you bring and coming to him without offering is also considered by the Lord as stealing him. In a summary, we'll look at that. But this is some of the way we steal him. When you come to him without bringing him an offering, or when you bring an offering that he knows is an offering that is not worth you giving to him. He consider it that you are what? Stealing him. Because he said, the offering is mine. Bring my what? Offerings. We read. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at Mark chapter 12 verse 41. I just want the 41. Bible says Jesus was observing the offerings. Amen. What is that teaching us? What is that teaching us? If you open, read it for me. Hallelujah. Amen. Mark chapter 12, verse 41. 41. Mm -hmm. Now, Jesus sat opposite the treasury mm -hmm. and saw how the people put money into the treasury. Amen. Um, just, I, I just want the 41. So he sat and observed. He saw. So God is interested in the money. The offerings we put in the box. He's interested in it. Because why? He, it is what? His what? Offerings. Because that offering is meant or is a sweet what? Smell to him. Because people might steal his offerings. As we read in Malachi. So he watches it. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. As we go on, you understand the reason why this subject is very important is an offering, when you bring your offering, it is not automatically accepted by the Lord. Whenever you come to church and you bring an offering, of course, the church will what? Accept your offering. It doesn't matter how small, how big, or the source of the offering. But the fact that you bring your offering does not mean that God accepts your offering. That is why this subject is important. Because it is no good when the church accepts your offering and God does not accept your offering. 
It is no good when the pastor accepts your offering and God does not accept your offering. Because it is the acceptance of God, of your offering by God, it's when the blessing of the offering will manifest in your life. That is why it is important for us to know these things. Amen. Just to make sure that the offerings that we bring will indeed be acceptable before the Lord or that God will accept you. Because remember, the offering is for God. Praise the Lord Jesus. Let's look at it. As I said, an offering is not automatically what? Acceptable by God. Amen. Look at Amos chapter 5 verse 22. Look at what Amos chapter 5 verse 22 says. Look at it. Amen. So now I just want you to bear in mind that offerings are not automatically acceptable by God. Amen. If it's not automatically acceptable by God, then there are things, reasons why it is not or why it will be what acceptable. We'll look at that. But now I just want you to know this. Amen. Amos chapter 5 verse 22. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amos 5 verse 22. Yes. It reads, though you offer me burnt offering. Note, this is God who is speaking. Amen. And your grain offerings, uh-huh. I will not accept them. Mm-hmm. Now, I will regard your fatting peace offerings. Mm-hmm. As. Okay. So, it is clearly they said, though you bring offerings, I will not what? Accept it. Amen. I'm not interested in why. Amen. For now. But what I'm interested in, for you to understand that God chooses and rejects what? Offering. This scripture, when you read further down, God shows why he will not accept it their offering. So they brought the offering, but God didn't want to accept it. Meaning the blessing that has to come with the offering will not come. Meaning the offering is what? Waste. Look at Malachi chapter 2 verse 13. Amen. I, I prefer the NIV with this particular scripture. Amen. Because the NIV is very clear on this for me. Amen. Malachi 2 verse 13. Read it for me, please. Hallelujah. Amen. Malachi chapter 2 verse 13. Yes. Another thing you do, mm-hmm. you flood the Lord's altar with tears. Uh-huh. You weep and wail because he no longer looks with favor on your offerings or accepts them with pleasure from your hands. Amen. 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 So Malachi said the people are weeping and crying. Why? Because God no longer accepts their offering or look upon their offering with what? With what? Favor. So clearly you could see that God rejects what? Offerings. Amen. Amen. If God rejects offering, then as week by week, service by service, we bring offerings. It is important for us to know why will God reject an offering. And it's important to know what will make God not reject what? An offering. Other than that, the offerings we give, the spiritual and the blessing that comes from it is in vain. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Read for me, please. Genesis chapter 4, verse 3 to 5. Now, uh, let's jump. That one is the story between Cain and Abel. It's a popular story. Don't, you don't read it. Amen. But Cain and Abel, we all know that the Bible says God rejected whose, what? 
Abel's what? Offering and accepted Cain. And God gave the reason. Amen. Two people went to offer to God offerings. But he accepted one and he rejected one. So it's clearly that offerings are not automatically what? Acceptable. Wow. How many offerings have you wasted? Just because we didn't do something or we did something. I know the first thing you wonder and you want to know is what makes an offering unacceptable to God. Amen. All the scriptures that I mentioned, we are not going to go to those scriptures again. But all those scriptures, when you read further down, it shows you why those people, their offerings were not what? Acceptable. Amen. But we we'll read other scriptures. Amen. To show you how, why some of the reason why our offerings are not acceptable or why God will not what? Accept what? An offering. Let's start with Leviticus chapter 22. Amen. 18 verse 21. Church, you must understand that offering is basic in Christianity. I mean, it is basic in Christianity. So, as you are a Christian, as you are growing in the Lord, and you struggle with offerings, or your offerings are not pleasing and acceptable to the Lord, then there is a big question mark. When Noah came out of the ark, the first thing he did was make an offering to the Lord. Praise the Lord Jesus. Offering is basic. It's basic in Christianity. Amen. Amen. Read for me Leviticus chapter 22, 18 to 21. Now we are looking at what makes an offering unacceptable to God. Amen. Amen. Leviticus 22, 18 to 21. Please. It reads, Mm -hmm. Speak to Aaron Uh and his sons Mm -hmm. and to all the children of Israel and say to them, Whatever man of the house of Israel or of strangers in Israel who offers his sacrifice for any of his vows. Amen. Do not forget, he said, whoever, whether Israel or what, not Israel. Yes. Today we are the spiritual what, Israel. So whoever offer what, sacrifice, remember offering is what? A sacrifice, sacrifice. to God. Continue. Mm-hmm. Or for any of his free will offerings. Mm-hmm. Which they offer to the Lord uh-huh. as a burnt offering. Uh-huh. 19. You shall offer to your own free will mm-hmm. a male without blemish mm-hmm. from the cattle, mm-hmm. from the sheep, mm-hmm. or from the goats. Mm-hmm. Whatever has a defect, mm-hmm. you shall not offer, you shall not offer, mm-hmm. for it shall not be acceptable on your behalf. 21. Mm-hmm. And whoever offers a sacrifice of peace. Of peace offerings to the Lord to fulfill his vow or a free will offering from the cattle or the sheep, it must be perfect to, to be accepted. There shall be no defect in it. Amen. So the first rule about offering is it says the offerings that we bring must have no defect. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. It must have no what? Defect. defect. And f- most important, it must come from what? A free heart. You that you are bringing the offering, you must be willing to bring 
the offering. Amen. And your offering mustn't have a defect. Amen. Today, what will we consider as an offering that have what? A defect. What will we consider as an offering that have a defect? Praise the Lord Jesus. Deuteronomy 17 verse 1. It says, do not sacrifice anything blemished to the Lord. Amen. So the question is, what do we consider blemish? Or what makes an offering what? Blemish. Hmm. Deuteronomy 17 verse 1. Amen. You shall not sacrifice to the Lord your God a bull or sheep mm-hmm. which has any blemish or uh-huh. defect. Mm-hmm. For that is an abomination to the Lord your God. Amen. So he said, it is not only, God will not only reject it, also what? An abomination. So giving a defective or a blemish offering rather puts you in abnormal what? state before the Lord. But what makes your offering today blemish? First of all, an offering from robbers, amen, from stolen money, prostitution money, the Bible mentioned prostitution money, amen. Any money that the source is of sin is not acceptable by God. When you bring it, the church will accept it, but before the Lord, it is what? Blemish. It is an abomination. Amen. Amen. Secondly, when you bring an offering to the Lord, an offering that to you, it means nothing to you, to the Lord. It's blemish. God will not accept it. God doesn't accept anything we ourselves we don't want. So whatever money you give, doesn't matter the amount of the money. But if the money means nothing to you, God doesn't accept it. You see that one in Malachi chapter 1 verse 14. Let's read it. Malachi chapter 1 verse 14. Malachi chapter 1 verse 14. So then the question comes in. What? What? How do you value your offering? Amen. Amen. 1 verse 14. Mm-hmm. Mm. Amen. Malachi 1 verse 14. Mm-hmm. And cursed be mm-hmm. the deceiver mm-hmm. who has in his flock a male and takes a vow, but sacrifices to the Lord what is blemished. Mm-hmm. For I am a great king, says the Lord of mm-hmm. hosts, and my name is to be feared mm-hmm. among the nations. Amen. Amen. So he said, cursed be anyone who has a male what? Flock and sacrifice a blemished one. That means you have what is good, but you give God the wrong one. What you yourself you don't want. He said, curse be you. Amen. Meaning he will not accept it. And he gave that. He said, because he is a great king. So if it's whatever is not good enough for you, it's not good enough for God. Whatever you don't value, when you give to offering to God, God also don't value it. Praise the Lord Jesus, because he is what? A great king. It is, doesn't matter the amount. What matters is the value. Of course, the value, we human beings, always connected to the amount. And Jesus showed it clearly. 
with the woman, let's go back to the mark that we read. With the woman, Mark chapter 12, verse 41. Bible said, the rich man put a huge amount of money. And the woman put coins, amen. But Jesus said, the woman has put more than the rich man. Why? And he explained. He said, because the woman has given all that what she had. But the man, the rich man, even though he put plenty, is just a nut of his what? Abundance. So it is the value of your offering to you that determines how pleasing it is to the Lord. Hallelujah. Read it for me, please. The 41. Down. Yeah, down, please. Hallelujah. Amen. Mark 12, 41 to 44. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, Jesus sat opposite the treasury and saw how the people put money into the treasury. And many who were rich put in much. Then one poor widow came and, and threw into and two mites, which make a quadrant. Mm -hmm. So he called his disciples I, to if, if it's today, she brought two P, <laughs> like two P's, two, mm. two types of P's. Uh -huh. So he called his disciples to himself mm -hmm. and said to them, I surely I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all those who, who given to the treasury. Uh -huh. Why? So uh -huh. How, why are you saying the one who put a pound has given more than the one who put ten pound? Uh -huh. <laughs> For they all put in out their abundance. They all put, they gave out of their abundance. They have so much. Ten pound is nothing to them, but yet they give to God. Uh -huh. But she out of her poverty uh -huh. put in all that but she, she had. But she out of her poverty, she put in all that her she had. What she gave was her life. She needed it. Amen. Amen. So the kind of offering you give to God matters. He is watching. Amen. Amen. So the question is how much? How much offering do you think would be pleasing to God? How much offering do you think God will consider as yours? When you study the Bible totally about giving, God doesn't want all your money. Because God tells you to save. God tells you to spread your income. God tells you that even there are people who are like leeches. They will take every money of your, take your saving. So God doesn't want all your money. But he wants your offering to mean something. So how much is the question? Like me personally, tithing is easier easy for me than offering. I worry about offering because I'm always worried, is this enough? Does God consider it my best? Is it indeed my best? Where else tithing is a percentage. So I just give the 10% and I'm not worried. But offering, amen, I'm always worried about offering. And I know the question many people ask is how much is enough? Praise the Lord Jesus. That is up to you. Amen. Amen. That is up to you. But I can help you with a guide. I can help you with a guide. Amen. Amen. For example, if I drink a bottle of beer every night, which costs two pounds every night, 
a bottle of beer. Then five days in a week is what? 10 pounds just for drinking beer, which is not a necessity, which I can do without. So if I drink a bottle of beer every now and I go to church and I give God five pounds, I'm telling God that he doesn't deserve my best. So if I drink a bottle of beer every night, I will not give God less than 10 pounds an offering. That, this guide is not in the Bible. That's how I think. Many years ago, that's how I thought. And I decided many years ago that I will not give God less than this amount. You can ask my wife. We used to go to a church about five, six years ago. When I saw her offering, I told her, I said, do not give this offering again. At least let your minimum offering be this amount. Do you remember I told you? Praise the Lord Jesus. If I buy a phone card, five pounds, twice a week, just to talk, no necessity, just to conversate, my offering will not be less than five pounds or 10 pounds. This is a guy, this is how I think. Because I find out what is enough. What is enough? If I buy every evening or every Tuesday and Saturday because I am into soccer, for example, and with my soccer, I have to watch my soccer. I don't drink. So I watch my soccer with tuna kebab mm. and Coca-Cola. So that is not like food. It's not a necessity. This is just to enjoy what? The soccer and the donut kebab, I like the mixture. You see, the one that they've mixed the lamb and the chicken and everything. So that one is eight pounds with my cook, nine pounds, and 18 pounds every week just to enjoy my soccer. I won't give God less than that money, 20 pounds, as an offering. Because 18 pounds is nothing to me. That's how I think. Because what you give, you say the lady has given all. Her best. The rich people have given their pandas. They just give her peanuts. I pray the Holy Spirit will also inspire you to let you know what is what your best. He doesn't want all your money. No, no. He doesn't want all your money. He doesn't want your saving. He doesn't want what he doesn't want your rent. No. He doesn't want it. But his offerings are his offerings. And remember, it's also a form of what? Sacrifice. David said, I will not sacrifice anything to God that will not cost me. But the cost, you must be able to afford that cost. So the question comes back, what? To you. Read Jeremiah for me, please. Or read Isaiah, rather, Isaiah 66, verse 2 to 3. We are looking at what makes offering unacceptable to the Lord. When you, you are living in disobedience to God, Bible say he doesn't or he also look down on your offering. Isaiah 66 verse 2 to 3 please. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah 66 2 to 3. Yeah. Has not my hand made all these things? Mm -hmm. And so they came into being declares the Lord. These are the ones I look on with favor. Those who are humble and contrite in spirit and who tremble at my word. But whoever sacrifices a bull is like one who kills a person. And whoever offers a lamp is like one who breaks a dog's neck. Whoever makes a great offering is like one who presents blood. And whoever burns memorial incense is like one who worships an idol. They have chosen their own ways and they delight in their abominations. Amen. Amen. Do you understand the scripture? He was talking about offerings. And the Isaiah that you read, 
the two starters said, these are the people that I look on what they are offering. But those who have chosen their own ways, in other words, those who don't obey my word, they are offering, when they sacrifice a bull, which is their offering, I even consider it as that they've killed human beings. In other words, I consider their offerings at what? As sin. Why? Because they've chosen their own way. In other words, because they don't obey my word. Do, do, we, do we understand it? So they are giving offering, but because they are living in disobedience to the word of God, he doesn't accept their offering. So in order for our offerings to be accepted, we must live in obedience to the word of God. Praise the Lord Jesus. Because there is power in offering. There is blessing in offering. But for you to have that power and that blessing, first of all, God must accept your offering. As for me as a pastor, I will accept your offering in the name of the Lord for the Lord. But God who knows all, the one who the offering belongs, decides. He knows. And he is the one who blesses. Of course, I will ask him to bless you. But he blesses. Praise the Lord Jesus. If these are some of the things that make our offerings unacceptable, then what makes one's offering acceptable to God? This is also important because the opposite of what one's offering acceptable to God makes an offering unacceptable to God. So even though we are looking at what makes an offering an offering acceptable to God, we are still looking at what makes an offering what unacceptable to God. Because the opposite of what makes an offering unacceptable uh, to God makes it what? Unacceptable. Read for me again, please. Leviticus again. Chapter 17, verse 3. Now we are looking at what makes an offering acceptable to God. Leviticus chapter 17, 1 to 3. Hallelujah. Amen. Leviticus 17, 1 to 3. Mm-hmm. The Lord said to Moses, mm-hmm. Speak to Aaron and his sons, and to all the Israelites, and say to them, This is what the Lord has commanded. Any Israelite who sacrifices an ox, a lamp, or a goat, in the camp or outside of it, instead of bringing it to the entrance to the tent of meeting, to present it as an offering to the Lord in front of the tabernacle of the Lord, that person shall be considered guilty of bloodshed. They have blood, they have shed blood and must be cut off from their people. Amen. Amen. So the only reason why you read Leviticus chapter 1, verse 17, verse 1 to 3 is to tell you that the fact that we we offering doesn't mean it is what? Acceptable good. Because this one he put it in a sense that say, be careful that your offerings are what? Acceptable. And that is what we are coming to look at. You have to be careful that your offerings are what? Acceptable. Leviticus chapter 17, 8 to 9 says, first of all, for in order for the offering to be acceptable. You see, the reason why we read the one is so that you understand the 8 to 9. Because the one, remember, he was warning them not to offer offering anywhere. And he said, when you offer it anywhere, you are rather even what, guilty of bloodshed. So the 8 to 9 says, an offering must be brought into the house of God. Or let me put it like this. An offering is given to God in his house. 
in the church. Amen. Amen. Read it for me, please. Leviticus 17, the 8 to 9. Hallelujah. Amen. It reads, also, you shall say to them, whatever man of the house of Israel mm -hmm. or of the strangers who dwell among you, mm -hmm. who offers a burnt offering or sacrifice mm -hmm. and does not bring it to the door of the tabernacle of meeting to offer it to the Lord, that man shall be cut off from among his people. Amen. So what does that mean? An offering must be brought to the tabernacle. We stand for what? The church. Remember, we did the tabernacle. That is where the presence of God is, the holy of holies. So an offering is, bring, is given in the church. Remember, an offering is unique to God. When you go and give to anybody, anywhere, it is fine. There's nothing wrong, but it is not an offering. An offering to the Lord is given to God in the church. Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 5 to 6 is clearer on it. Amen. It's clearer on it. Amen. So looking at what makes one offering acceptable is first of all taking it to the house of the Lord, which is your church. Your church. Amen. Read it for me. Deuteronomy 12. 5 to 6. 5 to 6. Mm -hmm. But you shall seek the Lord. Sorry. Mm -hmm. But you shall seek the place uh -huh. where the Lord your God chooses. Uh-huh. Out of all your tribes, mm -hmm. to put his name mm -hmm. for his dwelling place, mm -hmm. and there you shall go. Mm -hmm. And do what? There you shall take your burnt offerings, mm -hmm. your sacrifice, mm -hmm. your tithes, mm -hmm. the heave offerings mm -hmm. of your hand, your vowed offerings, mm -hmm. your free will offerings, mm -hmm. and the firstborn of your of your heads mm -hmm. and flocks. Amen. Hallelujah. So he said, you cannot take your offering anywhere. anywhere. You cannot take it anywhere except where God has chosen and put his name. name. And that is the church today. He said, there you shall what? Take your offerings. Read the 11 for me, please. The same 12 by the 11. He said, there you shall what? Take what? Your offerings. Your offering. uh -huh. Then there will be the place where the Lord your God chooses to make his name abide. There you shall bring all that I command, I command you. Amen. He said there where he chooses for his name to abide. That is the place today we call what? Church. His temple. Where you belong to. That is where you take your offering. So if you take your offerings to any other source, you haven't taken it towards God. He is clearer here. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about offerings. I'm not talking about any form of giving. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. This is the first thing one must meet regarding what? Offering. Amen. The next thing, in order for one's offering to be sure in our way that at least we've done our part in order for our offerings to be acceptable to God, read the same Deuteronomy for me. Chapter 12, verse 13 to 14. Amen. Deuteronomy yeah. 12, 13 to 14. Uh -huh. Take heed to yourself mm -hmm. that you do not offer your burnt offering mm -hmm. in every place that you see, mm -hmm. but in the place which the Lord chooses, in one of your tribes. There you shall offer your burnt offerings, and there you shall do all that 
I command you. Amen. I want us to go a little bit deeper. That is why he said, take heed, be careful. You don't offer your offerings just anywhere. But where God chooses for you, among one of your tribes. Today, spiritually, the tribes stand for the different what? Churches. So where God has chosen for you is your church. That is where your offering goes. You can donate to anyone, but your offering, when you call it offering, must go to your church. You can't say you go to church A and you give your offerings to church B. I've seen many people perish because of that. They belong to a church and they follow televangelists and their offerings goes to televangelists. But the televangelists are not those who are taking care and who account for their souls. They don't realize it. The seed they have sowed in other ministries, they've never sowed it in their church where God has given them. Where he has chosen for them. Remember when we did the call, we say we, we, we saw in the Bible that God calls you into a church and plant you there. Praise the Lord Jesus. So your offerings come to your church. The third thing you must know, Deuteronomy 16 verse 17, that your offering must be a free will. Amen. You give according to what you are able to. Amen. Amen. You give according to what, how you think God has what? Bless you. Read it for me. Deuteronomy 16, mm-hmm. verse 17. Yes. Every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessing of the Lord your God, ah. which he has given you. Amen. So he said, every man will give according to the blessing of the Lord, which God has given you, and according to how he is what? Able. You see why I say I fear for offering me than tithe? Because your offering, by your offering, you are also telling God, that your offering is an, a way that you are telling God that you have blessed me this much. Because said, each man will give according to his able, according to that which God has what? Blessing. That's why I said the standard I set for myself. If I can spend 20 pounds every week on things that are not necessity, let's say alcohol, then I won't give less than 20 pounds off. Because my offering indicates Whenever I give an offering, I'm telling God, this is how much you have blessed me. So when I come without, before, without an offering, I'm saying you haven't blessed me. When I come, so I forgot, oh, there's coins, or oh, I'm saying you haven't blessed me. That is why he doesn't force offering. Praise the Lord Jesus. The next thing you must know to make an offering acceptable is 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 12. He said, he said, if you give with readiness, then your gift, remember an offering is a gift, is acceptable according to what you have. The main difference between this and the second one is that you have to be ready. Readiness means willing. Mm. Praise the Lord, you say. Not like, let's bring our offering. You think the church is disturbing you. You should know that you don't go before God what empty-handed. So you come, you, be, be, like before you are seated, your offering is ready. 
I know people keep saying, I forgot to bring an offering. Wow. That's what you are telling God. But you don't forget to take your, your travel card. You don't forget to take your lunch money all the time. Amen. Amen. Read it for me. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Corinthians 8 verse 12. 8 verse 12. Mm -hmm. For if there is first a willing mind, mm -hmm. it is accepted according to what one has and not according to what he does not have. Amen. When you read from the top, he's talking about giving. So you must be willing. If you are not willing and you give because of the gimmicks of the pastor, God knows you are not willing. God knows it took only marketing. Oh yes, sometimes people employ marketing in order to cause Christians to give the offering because the church also needs it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but there are people that is the only way they give. But my point is, if that's the case, according to the scripture, it is acceptable if you are what? You give with what? Willingness, readiness. So before you come, you must be ready with your offering. Because you know God expects it. He said, do not come empty-handed. Another thing, the same Second Corinthians 9 verse 7. He said, God loves, it's the same thing, but he added something. A cheerful giver. Amen. So offering is giving to God. So you have to be cheerful about whatever you are giving. My sister, my brother, if you are not cheerful about your offering, try and be cheerful about it. Amen. Listen, this petty things is what makes an offering acceptable or not. And you can see it clearly. Amen. Read it for me, please. 2 Corinthians 9. 7, please. 7. Yes. So let, so let each give us his purpose mm -hmm. in his heart. Uh -huh. Not grudgingly. Not grudgingly. Uh -huh. Oh, sorry. sorry. Not oh. grudgingly. Mm -hmm. Or necessity. Mm -hmm. For God loves a cheerful giver. Amen. You see, when you're giving, it's just like the first one. You don't give out of grudge. Don't think you are doing God a favor or the pastor or the church a favor. Let it come from your heart. Because you are saying to God, this is how much you have blessed me. It has to be willing. And he gave the reason because God loves what? A cheerful giver. Jesus also says something about offering. Mighty chapter 5. Praise the Lord. Jesus said something. He said, before you take your offering, mighty chapter 5, 23 to 24, to the altar, and anybody have something against you or you have someone, something against someone, don't put your offering. Go and sort that out. Read it for me, please. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 5, 21. Yes. Mighty 5, 23 to 24. 23 to 24. Yeah. Therefore, if you bring your gift mm -hmm. to the altar, uh -huh. and there remember that your brother has something against you, uh -huh. leave your gift, therefore, there before mm -hmm. the altar, and mm -hmm. go your way first, 
reconcile to your brother mm -hmm. and then come and offer your gift. Amen. Amen. So Jesus said, before you come and offer your gift, make sure your brother have nothing against you. Not you against the but the person have nothing. Meaning, in other words, you've done no wrong. And the words of Jesus are very simple. But the more you go into it, the deeper it is. And look how he say, leave your gift. Don't put it. Don't give your offering till you reconcile. Then come and give it. In other words, saying that no. This things matter. Sometimes we are in the church and we are fighting. We wrong each other. Sometimes our offering is to show off. It might not cause God to accept your offering. The church will accept it if by God. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. The next thing I want us to look at is the evil effect of giving bad offering. If you look at what makes an offering unacceptable and what makes an offering what acceptable. Now we are looking at evil effect when you give bad offering. Praise the Lord Jesus. But before we begin to look at this, have you seen, or now I should, now you should understand why Jesus saw the poor woman giving all, but Jesus didn't say no. With the Matthew that we read, he said, if you grudge, don't bring it. Because that one would defile what? The offering. But with the poor woman, she's not supposed to come to God what? Empty-handed. And it is by our giving to God that God also intervenes what? In our finances. Not only finances, all other aspects, but our finances. Amen. So in order for God to intervene in that woman's finances, and in order for that woman not to disobey the word of God, Jesus didn't say no. Because the Bible scripture said, no one should come before me what? Empty-handed. And Jesus knew that the giving will be a blessing to her. But with the one that you have, you, your brother has something against, he said, do not put it. Why? Because it won't help you anyway. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Malachi chapter 3 verse 8 to 9. Now we are looking at the evil effect. The evil effect of giving Bad offerings. Because people give bad offerings. Amen. Any offering that God rejects is a bad offering. Amen. Man can't say, but God says, knows it. Amen. Malachi chapter 3, verse 8 to 9. Sometimes, see, as a pastor, at least, in this church, in this church alone, at least three people have had dreams and all the dreams God was showing them that what people put in our offering are nothing to him God is coins coins that we don't need oh yeah at least three different people and as I'm speaking these people don't even know each other they don't know that different people have had this dream and I mean this church I'm not talking about excluding me excluding I can call even one of them right now too to come and say the dream. Couple of months ago, in this church alone, at least three people, God always show how people put next to nothing into the offering. 
And this is one of the reasons why it stifles the blessing of the people. Praise the Lord Jesus. Because the Bible says, He that is faithful with what? A little shall be faithful with much. And God will trust him with what? Much. So God doesn't wait for you to be separate before he sees a good offering from you. He's watching now. He's watching now. Read it for me. The effect of giving bad offerings. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Malachi 3, 8 to 9. Yes. Will a man rob God? Mm-hmm. Yet you have robbed me. Uh-huh. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? Mm-hmm. In tithe and offering. Mm-hmm. You are cursed with a curse. Why, why are they cursed with a curse? You read the scripture. Mm. For you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Amen. They are cursed with a curse because they have robbed God. Robbed the Lord. And wh- what did they rob God in? Offerings. But today we are interested in offerings. So because of that, they are cursed. How do you rob God in offerings? Bringing an offering lower than what you are supposed to bring? Or not bringing what? His offerings. This is the word of God. So once you bring wrong offerings, or you rob God in offerings, say you are cursed with a curse. There's a curse. Curse is simply negative things that you don't want in your life. To summarize curse. Today I saw a close friend of mine. He's a pastor. And he, he put it on his Facebook what he wrote. And I read it. And he said, I read all that he wrote. But the summary of it, he said, one of the things that is complicated and difficult to deal with in the realms of the spirit is curse. So he said, one of the main ways to overcome curses is to do things that bring blessing. Because when the blessing comes, the curse must move. Blessing and a curse cannot all operate at the same time regarding the same thing. And the thing was powerful to me. They just do things that activate the blessing of the Lord. And that blessing will cancel the curse. Praise the Lord Jesus. And that is one of the weapons. So he said, why are they under a curse? For stealing them in offerings. In offerings. It's straightforward. So bad offerings, whereby we steal the Lord, brings a curse. Or allow the curse. Because when the blessing is not there, the curse will be there. It is only a blessing and a curse. Say today, choose between one, the blessing and the curse. So if in the absence of blessing, then there's a curse. Read the same Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. Amen. Whenever you give bad God bad offering, whereby bad offering means you don't bring an offering or you bring an offering that the source is not good or an offering that is nothing to you, it's an insult to God, you dishonor God. Read it for me, Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. Read from the 6 to 10, please. Hallelujah. Amen. It reads, A son honors his father Uh and a servant his master. Mm Mm-hmm. If then I am the father, mm-hmm. where is my honor? God is asking for his honor. Uh-huh. And if I am a master, uh-huh. where, where is my reverence? Mm-hmm. 
says the Lord of hosts, mm -hmm. to you priests who despise my name, mm -hmm. yet you say, in what way have we despised your name? So he said, in what way have you despised my name? In what way have we dishonored you, God? And God will speak. Uh -huh. You offer defiled food mm -hmm. on my altar. Uh -huh. Defiled offering. But uh -huh. say, mm -hmm. in what way have we defiled you? Uh -huh. By saying, mm -hmm. the table of the Lord is contemptible. Uh -huh. And when you offer the blind as sacrifice. Defiled animals. Uh -huh. mm, is it not evil? Mm -hmm. And when you offer the lame, you offer the lame and sick. Is it not evil? Mm -hmm. Offer it then to your governor. Uh -huh. Would he be pleased with you? Mm -hmm. Would he accept you f uh, favorably? Mm -hmm. Says the Lord of hosts. Amen. Meaning God will not accept us favorably. Because even if our governor. And in context he spoke to the priest. But remember, anything that the priest offered, they receive it from what? The people. And also, the word of God to one is for what? All. Mm. So they dishonor God by bringing wrong sacrifices. Things that they will not even give to their governor. Some of you will never give five pounds to a friend. You never give one pound to even your child. But your offerings are pound, coins. Two pounds, three pounds. You are dishonoring God. I didn't say it. Malachi said it. And read the 13 to 14 for me. It says, and he said, what it does, it, it releases a curse. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. You also say, oh, what awareness. Mm -hmm. And you snare at it, mm -hmm. says the Lord of hosts. Mm -hmm. And you bring the stolen. Mm -hmm. The, the lame mm -hmm. and the sick, mm -hmm. thus you bring an offering. Mm -hmm. Should I accept this from your hand, mm -hmm. says the Lord. But cursed be the de deceiver mm -hmm. who has in his flock a male and takes a vow, but sacrifice to the Lord what is blemished. Amen. So he said, you bring stolen offerings, mm. defile offerings, should I accept it from you? But cares be the deceiver. He is called those people deceivers. And many people are deceivers when they bring their offering. Because they are telling God that God, many claim they don't have money. They don't have money to give God offerings. But they always have money for any other thing. Amen. So God consider them as what? Deceivers. And they say what? You are cursed with what? A curse. And this, he was talking about offerings. And when you read Proverbs, let's read it. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 to 10. It says, honor God with thy substance. Amen. So offering is one way that we honor God. That is why the Malachi said, you what? You dishonor me. And you ask, how do I dishonor you? Don't you bring what? Defile animals and sacrifice Proverbs 3, verse 9 to 10. Hallelujah. Amen. It reads, mm -hmm. Honor the Lord with your uh, possessions uh -huh. and with the first fruit of all your increase. Amen. He said, Honor the Lord with your possession, what you have. Other versions say your substance. 
So offering, by offering we honor God. So when we give wrong offering, God feels dishonor. That's why the Malachi said, this thing that you are giving to me as an offering, go and give it to your governor if he will accept it. You cannot even give this to your governor, but you are giving it to me, God. Church, if we want to be blessed, we must take God serious. God is real. He is real. God is real. You see, even my mother-in-law, there are certain things I cannot give her because it is rather disrespecting. I would rather not give him, her. It's the same with God. He doesn't want all your money, no. He just wants your best. He wants that you must know that you are giving this offering to him. And by this offering, you are honoring him. And you are saying that you, this is how much you have blessed me. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says there are many people who honor God with their mouths, their lips. And God doesn't consider that one as honor. He considers it when we honor him with what? Our substance. Wow. He created us. God knows that talk is what? <coughs> Cheap. Amen. Amen. Before we go, let's quickly jump on to the good effect of offerings. Amen. And otherwise, the blessings that come as you give your offerings to God. Amen. The right blessings. Amen. Amen. Let's go back to Malachi, but we won't read it. Amen. When we go back to Malachi, and we look at it the opposite way. It means when you give good offering, you are honoring God. Amen. It means that when you give good offering, you are saying that, God, this is how much you have blessed me. It means that when you give good God a good offering, you are not under, you are not cursed with a curse, but you are blessed with what? A blessing. But read Isaiah 29 verse 13 for me. Isaiah 29 verse 13. I, I mentioned the scriptures, but I want you to understand something. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah 29, verse 13. Mm -hmm. Therefore the Lord said, uh -huh. This is God speaking. Uh -huh. In as much as these people draw near uh -huh. with their mouths uh -huh. and honor me mm -hmm. with their lips, mm -hmm. but have removed their heart far from me, mm -hmm. and their and their fear toward me is taught mm -hmm. by the commandment of men. Amen. Hallelujah. So they honor God with their lips, but their heart is what? Far from God. But the real honor to God is by your substance. And offering is one way by our substance. We, off, we honor what? God. Amen. Malachi chapter 3 again. But read the seventh 12 for me. Offering is also a sign that shows that giving good offering is a sign that shows that we have indeed come out of backsliding or we are not backslided or backsliding. Amen. Hallelujah. Malachi chapter 3 verse 7 to 12. Hallelujah. And it also, okay, go on. Read it first. Yeah, it reads. Mm -hmm. Malachi 3, 7 to 12. Mm -hmm. Yet from the days of your fathers, uh -huh. you have gone away from my ordinance. Mm -hmm. And you have not kept them. Return to me, mm -hmm. and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. Mm -hmm. 
But you said, in what way shall we return? Mm -hmm. Will a man rob God? So remember, I said, return to me, and I'll return back to you. In other words, you've backslided, come back. And they said, how do we come back to you? Or how have we backslided? Then he said, will a man rob God? But you have robbed me. So one son of somewhere, a Christian who has backslided, a lot of people backslide, they come to church every now and then, or they are even in the church. Your offering shows whether God considers you as a backslider or not. So he said, they asked, he said, which way? Show us how we backslided. And what did he say? Please continue for me. Yet you have robbed me, but you say, mm -hmm. in what way have we robbed you? Mm -hmm. In Titan offerings. In Titan offerings. You are cursed with a curse. Uh -huh. You are cursed with a curse. Uh -huh. For you have robbed me. Mm -hmm. Even this whole nation, bring all the tithe into the storehouse, mm -hmm. that there may be food in my house. Mm -hmm. And try me now in this, in this, says the Lord of hosts. I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessings. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, our offering shows our heart towards God, whether we are backsliding or not. It's a sign. You must understand. Many people don't realize it, but everything that happened is, everything that happened has, is made up of a lot of many, many reactions, whereby they call what? The sign. For example, the weather forecast, they will say, today it will snow or it will rain. Well, how did they know? For years, they have studied the signs that before it rains tomorrow, today the weather turns like this and it becomes like this and the wind. So whenever they see that thing, it's a sign that it is coming towards rain. So it's a sign of backsliding. It is. There are churches that take offering twice. Can we take offering twice? Will it make a difference? I'm not saying we will take twice. But maybe those churches are fervent in the Lord. There are churches where you try to take two offerings, trouble. Trouble. But it's a sign of the people, whether they are really with the Lord or not. Amen. Praise the Lord. And he mentioned certain blessings that will come upon what? You. All those blessings come upon you through what? Your offering. That is why it is important that we do this offering well. Because many of us, or all of us, we are doing it. But we must make sure we do it well so that the blessing that must come through it come what to us. Proverbs 18 verse 16 says, A gift opens way and usher the giver into the presence of the king or great people. The word gift there is the same word that is used for giving as gift. So Hallelujah. giving, read it for me. Hallelujah. Amen. Proverbs 18, verse 16. Yes. A man's gift makes room for him mm -hmm. and brings him before great men. Amen. So your offering, remember, when we define it's a gift to God. So your offering will open what? Will make room for you before God. Before God. What did the angel tell um, Cornelius? He said, your offerings and your arms have come before God. It was his offerings. It's part of the things that make what? Way for him before God. So God has released a special angel to come so that your whole house will be saved. Yes. 
So when you keep good office, it makes room for you before God. Because the Bible says, God is not on what? Ungrateful. Luke chapter 6 verse 38, we are looking at the good effect of offerings. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. By your offerings, the same standard of measure you give to God in offerings, you receive the same standard of measure from the Lord. It doesn't mean the same thing, but the same standard of measure. Read it for me, please. Luke 6, 38. Yes. It reads, Give, and it shall be given to you. Uh -huh. Good measure, mm -hmm. pressed down, uh -huh. shaken together, uh -huh. and running over, mm -hmm. will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure mm -hmm. that you use, uh -huh. it will be measured back. Amen. It said, for this, it said, give, shake down, and it will be what? Given unto you. But it said, the same measure, in other the same standard of giving. So if I always give my best to God, God will also give me his best. God also have his best. Why is it that uh, Zebedee and the two of them, they were fighting at who will sit on the side of Jesus? And Jesus said, I don't know. That one, only God knows. So God have his best. So if you give your worst to God, God also give you his worst. The same measure you use. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Read for me again. Mighty chapter 6, verse 19 to 21. Our offerings, your offerings show where your heart is. When you give good offerings, the kind of offering you give show where your heart is. And it also gives you treasure in heaven. Read it for me, please. Matthew 6, 19 to 21. 21. Mm -hmm. It reads, Do not lay up for yourselves uh -huh. treasures on earth, uh -huh. where moth mm -hmm. and rust destroy, where thieves break mm -hmm. in and steal. Uh -huh. But lay up for yourselves mm -hmm. treasures in heaven, uh -huh. where ne neither moth nor, nor rust destroys, mm -hmm. and where thieves do not break in and steal. Uh -huh. For where your treasure is, mm -hmm. there your heart will be also. Amen. So he said, where your treasure is, there your heart what will be. And he also went on to say that do not lay those treasures on earth, but in heaven. Church, we all agree wherever your heart is, you don't find difficult releasing money there do you no no do we find it difficult i know people who are into soccer very good friends they tell me their yearly tickets is in the thousands yeah and they for they buy it every year easily matter of fact they make ready for it those of you who like soccer if i'm lying you can tell me i know one gentleman he was struggling financially. Then he was paying 52 something on television, Sky, a month. And I said, brother, just change it because I paid 20 something or 18 pounds. And he said, it's because of the soccer. That is why it's expensive. Yeah, if you want to watch soccer, you pay more. You see, where a man's heart is, he lays his treasure there. So your offering indicates where your heart is. 
That is why the, the main, one of the signs, one of the signs for one's commitment in the church is this is tithing and offering, especially is tithing. There's no one who is faithful tithing in the church who does not belong to the church. Praise the Lord. Jesus. And you, for you to really understand, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 to 19, he said, I charge the rich people, amen, that those who are good, who are rich in this world, amen, that they should live for themselves. Amen. First Timothy. First Timothy, chapter 6, verse 17 to 19. Hallelujah. Amen. It reads. First commit, Timothy 6, 17 to 19. Uh -huh. Commit those who are rich mm -hmm. in this present age uh -huh. not to be haughty, mm -hmm. nor to trust in uncertain riches, mm -hmm. but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Uh -huh. Let them do good, mm -hmm. that they be rich in good works, uh -huh. ready to give. Ready to give. To ready. So he's talking about the rich people giving. Uh -huh. Storing up for themselves a good foundation. And as they give, what do they do? They store up for themselves a good, a good foundation. foundation. Where? For the time to come. Time to come. Heaven. Because they're already rich here. That they may lay hold on eternal life. Amen. So this, when you, when you connect this to the mighty chapter 6, one of the way we lay foundation there is our offerings. And it's also show where what our heart is. Last scripture, Proverbs 11 verse 25, or last but one scripture, we are lo looking at the positive effect of good what? Offering. Amen. So, as you give good offering, you are storing up for yourself treasures in heaven. Because in heaven, we will be rewarded. And the Bible says, according to our works, we are not saved because of our works, but we are rewarded because of what we do as Christians. So we Christians, we have two judgments. The world have only one judgment. God will judge everyone. You go to heaven or hell. Those of us that make it to hell, now we have to they will be judged again. That's not to punish us, but to reward us. The, uh, that's why it's called the white throne judgment. So I'm aware of this. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to get closer to Christ. Amen. Amen. It's possible. Amen. Amen. Read it for me. Proverbs 11:25. Yes. It reads, "The generous soul uh -huh. will be made rich, uh -huh. and he who watches." Mm -hmm. will also be watered Amen. himself. This is our principle. He who waters, who sow, will also be watered. When you give, you also be given. So when you give to God, you, this is a principle, it doesn't matter. There. So when you give to God in an offering, you will also be given to. As to how, I don't know. But you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Last scripture. Proverbs 21 verse 26. Proverbs 21 verse 26 indicate that giving is also a sign of one's righteousness in the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Read it for me. Proverbs 21 26. 26. He covets greedily all day long, mm -hmm. but the righteous gives and does not spare. Amen. The righteous give and does not so giving to God as offering is also a sign. It's not righteousness, but it's a sign of one's righteousness. 
Because the righteous what? Gives and does not what? Spare. And that includes God. Last scripture. This is last scripture. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 20. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 20. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 20. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Corinthians 8, verse 20. Yes. Avoiding this, mm -hmm. that anyone should blame us mm -hmm. in this lavish gift mm -hmm. which is administered by us. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. Church, so far what have I said? All that I have said today is, God bless you for your offerings. But go about it in the right way. So that the blessings that come or that you are supposed to receive true offerings, you should what? Receive those blessings. It is not how much you give. It is how much it means to you. He doesn't want your entire salary because he said in his word that you must save. Just save for your now and save for your future. He said give to your parents, give to your children, give to the poor. So he doesn't want, but he wants you to bring him an offering that you value, that is worth it. He wants you to treat the offerings you bring him with respect, not with disrespect. Praise the Lord Jesus. I've seen people even in this church, they come, they say they have no offering, they don't give offering, but they walk out and they spend over 10 pounds. They are insulting God. That is what they are doing. Church, you have heard the word of God. You know what this word means to you. Lift up your voice and begin to pray regarding this word. Begin to pray regarding this word. We know that you were blessed by this message. And we look forward to share God's word with you again. For more information, call our office on 0755 215 2566. Once again, thank you for joining us today.